At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Is this thing on? I could never get enough volume. Mm, turn that baby down a little bit. Mm. It's been a busy week. <laughs> For however long it's been since we released the uh, last episode. Let me take some, I got two sets of headphones on here. Take him off. I like these Bluetooth headphones here. They're, they're some kind of bone connectivity things. That's what I wear whenever I'm at work and listen to podcasts all day long. But uh, when it comes to the podcast and I use a, uh, what are these? Zoom. I just had somebody ask me about our podcast rig today. Zoom ZHP-1. That's the part number. Zoom ZHP-1. And those are much better for doing podcasts, being able to hear yourself and, and for mixing the podcast in and all that. Uh, don't forget... Just recently launched the Cafe Press store at cafepress.com backslash hillbilly broadcast where you can find uh, any kind of junk with our name or likeness on it. Just released a new shirt over there this evening, which I don't know when this podcast come out, so just take my, take my word for it. We're, we've probably got a couple of things coming up that will be either contests because, well, let me just tell you what it is. As I'm looking through the different products that we can offer through cafe press. So what they do is it's, it's called drop shipping. So instead of me having to buy a ton of shirts up front and then getting stuck with a bunch of smalls uh, or mediums, because let's face it, uh, those are usually <laughs> those are usually the shirts that are left. Um, I know in my company that I work for, um, I don't even think they bother with smalls. Smalls are uh, they're dish rags. So instead of me having to buy a bunch up front, what I do is w- with a company like Cafe Press is we just design the products, the the graphics and stuff on them, and they already offer these. So then whenever you all put in an order. You're ordering straight from them. They make, they do the the printing, and then they send it to you. So it lets us look professional. It lets them make a buck and um, lets us make way less than they do. <laughs> but anyways, we're having fun with it. So as I'm looking through the products that they offer, one thing I noticed was a piece of CHM uniform that any holiness young man and sometimes even the women, somehow the women were okay, were able to 
uh, wear this as well, girls. Y'all somehow were wearing men's apparel. Or maybe it was reversed. Who knows? But it was the baseball shirts. The baseball shirts. And I'm nothing... I'm not putting you down if you still wear these. I'm just saying. This is one of the things that we were allowed to wear because the sleeves were three-quarter length. And so, therefore, my mom didn't have to sew any sleeves on. And it wasn't a long sleeve shirt where I was, you know, sweltering in the heat. It was a three-quarter length shirt. Well, Cafe Press offers those, and I don't know what kind of graphic to put on it, okay? (laughs) But we have to do something, with a three-quarter length shirt. So probably what we'll do is just ask you guys to send in your ideas. I'll talk to the rest of the crew, and we'll figure out how we're going to go about that. But And uh, we'd like to make a contest where, you know, we, we got some kind of freebie thrown in there for whoever wins. But we'll see. I'm, I'm actually thinking out loud right now, so y'all ain't supposed to be listening to this. It's been a bit of a wild week. The response that we got from talking about Dan Stetler... I appreciate every bit of it, the good, the bad, uh, both. I've, I've received some calls, even from people, or a person, defending Dan Stetler. I've received other messages from, from people kind of close in that circle to him. And I want to let you know again, in case you're listening, that I very much appreciate it. Very much appreciate it, and I will absolutely think about what you've said um, and, you know, respect your position, respect the situation that you're in. I think I can speak for the entire crew by saying our opinions and our positions have not changed. And we continue to stand for what we said in that, in that podcast episode. And I'll leave it at that because I'm sure the rest of the, of the bunch would like to be involved in this at some point. So, uh, we won't, we won't get into much more. I won't get into much more other than that for tonight. And I'll save the rest of whatever screaming and yelling that they want to do for when we get together. I did have an idea. And I sat and jotted down some notes the other day. Because I feel that, that this is important for me to hear. So I'm saying all of this to myself. Your past does not define you. And that's a cliche. I completely understand, but I think there's some truth in that. It's easy to get caught up in whatever your past was. Okay, whether that's something that you were, you know, um, you had an addiction at of some point, if you were, if you were in prison at some point, whatever that was, it's easy to get caught up in that, and it's especially true. I feel. For people like us that have left the conservative holiness movement, you know, the, the church squabbles, family fights, um, things like that, it's easy to just get caught up in them and it just it becomes this whirlwind that you cannot escape. You just dwell on it and it's all, um, it's just all consuming. An example for me is what happened with Berean Holiness and Dan Stetler. I found this disagreement, which I think was completely valid and I feel needed to happen. And God willing, God helping us, there will be more, at least from our podcast, of this kind of thing in the future because I feel it's important. But I found myself getting so caught up in it 
that I would just, I would open up my phone and I would try, I would read the latest responses and I would, I would sit and, and, you know, uh, think about them and digest them and, you know, then read the next one. And, and it, the, the responses, uh, to Brian Holiness were, were rolling in so fast that it was hard to keep up with it. And it was just, it was all consuming for almost a week. And then we, then we did our podcast and then of course, uh, keeping up with the response to that and, that's after like the editing process took place and, and all this, which is very time consuming. I found myself just caught up in it in a bit of an unhealthy way. Facebook is addictive anyways, but especially when you've got something like this. And this, this subject, the CHM, means a lot to, to those of us that came out of it. It is a part of our past and there's nothing we can do about that. It is there, and every one of us that's on the podcast or is listening to the podcast, we all have this common tie that binds us together in some small way because we all came from the conservative holiness movement. So we can't get away from that. But we can let it get a hold of us too much, I think. So why is this bad? When I was just describing about how I was caught up in, in the Brian Holiness and Dan Stetler argument. I feel that it wastes time. Now, not initially. And like I said, things like this need to be discussed. These disagreements, these debates, I feel need to happen in the public space. But you can wind up wasting time on it. Again, very thankful for what Berean posted. And I'm, I'm glad that we said what we said on the podcast. There comes a point where you need to just put it down for a little while and go about your day and, and then maybe come back and revisit that later. You can waste time by just like keeping, you know, hitting the refresh button and just keeping up with every aspect of this argument that, that took place. So it, it can waste time. It can waste your energy too. Cause I, I remember as this was going on, I just because it's a mental wrestling match. Okay. Because when I hear these responses from like, you know, Mrs. Stetler or when I'm even listening to Dan's message or when I'm, you know, taking a phone call or getting a message from somebody that agrees with him, I don't just write these things off. I don't just say, well, that's stupid. I'm not going to. I actually sit and think about what they've said. And then I try to figure out, okay, uh, how do my ideas stack up against what they just said? And when you just do that, especially on something like this, I mean, this had a big, a big hold on me for years, the CHM did. So what I'm doing now is I'm basically disproving or trying to disprove a, uh, in my mind, a movement that I used to think was the only way that I could make it into the afterlife, uh, into the afterlife in a good position. So even though I've left that movement, it's still kind of a big deal for me to make sure that uh, what they're saying, I can still <laughs> defend against, you know, because <laughs> there's still this little feel, uh, you know, this, this young little like a uh, 13 year old feel inside of me. That's like, dude, they might be right. So I, I feel a need to take what they're saying and make sure that I have an idea or I have proof that can override it and that makes you mentally exhausted after a while 
Uh, it wastes, so it can waste time. It can waste energy. It keeps you captive. Uh, I, I, I think that all kind of ties in with, you know, the wasting time and all that to where you're just, I found myself just scrolling on my phone, you know, just waiting on a notification. <laughs> that was awful. But it can keep you captive to your phone, which by the way, I've talked before about the documentary about uh, the social dilemma was called where that's basically their, their design. So they got me pretty much all of last week uh, when this was all going down. They completely made a lot of money off selling ads because Phil was feverishly uh, scrolling down through <laughs> Facebook. Jeez. Uh, sounds so awful. Ah. But this was just one instance, okay? Some people on a larger scale, we, we might find this happening multiple times or all the time. And I just want to let you know that if you've come out of the holiness movement and you had a horrific experience, which is a lot of people, that doesn't have to be the end-all, be-all. You can move on from what happened to you. Now, I know that there are some that will have a much harder time moving on than others. Some of you all have experienced sexual abuse, physical abuse, really, really bad mental abuse. So I understand for those of you that are in that position, I will never know how hard that was for you to go through that. So I don't want you to think I'm making light of your situation. But for people like myself, yeah, it was still hard. There's, there's the, the spiritual thing that we're trying to figure out, and we really weren't given the tools to figure it out. But no matter your situation, you can grow into a healthy place with that, I feel. And again, keep in mind, this is the rantings of <laughs> a dude firmly nestled in the sticks of West Virginia. So keep that in mind as well. I am no Dr. Graham, okay? Uh, in fact, he's probably, he's probably sitting home listening to this right now like, Phil, you idiot. Everything you're saying is wrong. <laughs> could be, it could be. It could be. Uh, but I, I firmly think that we can move on in these things. So when you feel like you're at that point, and, and there are times I feel like that I have to do this as well, even though this podcast talking about it has become a big part of my life. There's still times that I need to, to kind of shove it into the past where it belongs for just a little while before I start doing podcast prep again. So how do we move on? I feel like, I feel like we can shut it off. You can turn your phone off. You can turn off whatever live stream that is that you feel the need to watch, whatever that is, just turn it off, get away from it for a while. In fact, this isn't just something that uh, religious people uh, do uh, <laughs> or don't do. <laughs> I get caught in this thing myself. I am probably more often than not caught in this thing. But like, for instance, Dave Rubin, a, a guy that I really like as far as uh, his political analysis and all that, he takes the whole month of August completely away from technology, turns off his his. I don't know if he disables his phone, what he does. But anyways, he no news, no social media, nothing. And the guy has a very large uh, talk show, uh, podcast, and um, I forget what else he's involved with. But 
But yeah, it's, it's a big deal. But he still takes that month and he's like, I'm out of here. So if he's got to do it, you know, I understand that we might not be combing the news every, every day for stuff, but still yet when these things can, can build on us, this, it can build pressure. And, and I feel like it would be wise for us to just turn it off every now and then, turn it off, step away, turn off his podcast, just get away from it for a little while. Another thing that we can do is if we have to, it might be time to cut some ties. I think this is dangerous if done brashly. Don't just run into this. But it might be time to find a different church. Or it might be time to not spend as much time around that person, whoever that is, that keeps riding you about something and just berating you. It it, it might be time to stand up to them as well and be like, hey, if you want to be a part of our life, we're not having these conversations. I'm sorry. And I know not everybody can debate these people. I can't debate these people. That's why I've said to somebody else, if Dan Stetler would agree to come on the podcast, he could probably make me look like a fool. So not, not all of us are good debaters. So sometimes we, we're going to feel like that, man, they just they give, they got the upper hand on me, and man, I, now I look like a fool, and man, they just, you know, now they think you know, I got no legs to stand on. When, when you're off by yourself, you actually know that you do. You've done the study, you've done the research, and you realize, I just didn't know what to say in that moment. You don't owe them an explanation, or, or let me put it this way, you don't owe them a debate, and you definitely don't have to win a debate with them. Some of us just aren't good at that. We're not going to be able to win a debate. So once you've explained yourself, if you feel the need to explain yourself, then feel free to say, look, we're not talking about this anymore. I'm not good with words or whatever. And I just don't want the pressure of having to deal with trying to defend myself every time we're together. I firmly feel like that, that that would be a, a, an okay move. So, we can, we can cut ties if need be. The third thing I think that we can do to move on is to find other people heading your direction. And this also goes back to, I could also put in here, that maybe it's fine, time to find another church. There are some really good churches out there. There's some really good people out there that came from this movement. There's a lot of ex-holiness preachers not ex-preachers, ex-holiness preachers out there. And a lot of their churches have live streams. I'm thinking of Dan Downing. I'm thinking of Gerald Buston. Gerald Buston, I, I got a clip sent to me from his church the other day where he was talking about the five solas of the Reformation, and he was breaking it down. This, It was church history and was explaining some of the major things that, that Martin Luther and the Reformers stood for. And this guy comes from the holiness movement. He knows what you're going through. He understands it. Let me put it that way. There's also, I, I, I don't believe I've ever talked to this guy, but there's Troy Keaton. He's passionate church. I'm not exactly sure which one it is. Um, there's, there's another guy out west that um, the name's not coming to me. But anyways, what I'm saying is find people that's heading your way. And these guys have, have stepped out. They've left that movement. They're, they're heading the same direction you are, which is towards a biblically-based walk with Christ. There's also 
uh, podcasts out there that are really good with this uh, with this kind of thing. There's uh, Great Story, Great Story Ministries. They, some of the stuff I've heard from them has been wonderful. You've got uh, I know that Andrew Graham's been a guest on there a couple times. Uh, there's been some other people that I that I know as as well that's that's been over there. There's that resource that you can use. There's Berean Holiness. Berean Holiness is freaking phenomenal. An extremely good resource, a wealth of knowledge. And uh, if you're on social media, their Facebook page is great. But if I remember correctly, if you actually go to BereanHoliness.com, that's where it really, really gets in depth. Really gets in depth. Oh, I passed I forgot. Oh, she's going to kill me. Tracy Bowen. Tracy Bowen and her husband, pastor in Florida. I'm sorry. I am so sorry, Tracy. Jeez. But uh, yeah, BereanHolness.com is phenomenal. A good place to find well-thought-out biblical um, arguments about things that uh, were explaining things that we all were taught that was wrong. Yeah, it's... uh, it might be time for some of us to get to that next chapter in life, grab that next gear, and realize that the CHM was a very bad part of our past. But it ain't part of the future, and we can move on away from that knowing that what's in front of us is a closer walk with God than we've ever had before. We can know that our future in Christianity will be based on things the Bible actually says. And yes, the CHM is always going to be a part of the past, but that's where it belongs. There's nothing wrong. I mean, we, we still talk about it and we're going to continue to talk about it. When we get together, a lot of times we crack jokes, about we crack jokes about it on this podcast. But sometimes I have to remember to put it in its proper perspective, which is in the rear view mirror and that the successful walk that I'm looking for is in the opposite direction. And I need to strive for that and not get as much caught up in the mud pit of the CHM. Just something to think about. Phil, I'm talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. Oh, anyways, don't forget. I should probably push this. Don't forget the cafe press store at cafepress.com backslash hillbilly broadcast. I love you all dearly. Jesus loves you. And I will see you next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.